0: Welcome to the Men's Alliance podcast. I'm David Mills. Men's Alliance is a growing movement out of Richmond, Virginia, where tribes of men meet in person weekly for an epic outdoor workout and a real world devotion around a fire. We're bringing men out of isolation, out of their comfort zones, and into something real. Hey guys, this is Jeff Van with the Men's Alliance podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to start with a prayer, which is really how we start our devotions around the fire. So if you'd bow your heads with me, Lord, Father, Abba, hear our prayers for Men's Alliance, for your hand in guiding our mission as we continue to sharpen men to become the husbands, fathers, and leaders God designed us to be. Waymaker, please watch over us and be with those of our tribes through our days as we celebrate and we struggle eternal spirit work within us to further understand the words and how we can apply them to our life to glorify yahweh in your name amen so if you noticed there were a lot of names in their prayer i just did and really what is a name so when i looked it up i found the best definition said a person that is designated called or known as so if i asked you what your name is what would you say Would you use your name that you were given at birth? Would you use a nickname or a call sign? Um, We did this around the fire and it was really interesting to see how people answered. Half gave their call signs, half gave their real names. And names are very important and they all have meaning. We can look at the Old Testament and we can see those litany of names, right? Those chapters you flip to and you go, oh boy, there's a huge paragraph just full of names. Now, those are the things we skip over today. But back in the day, they were really important to the people reading them. They wanted to know the family lineage in history. And then you also see a lot of son-ofs. So it could be David, son of Jesse, or David, son of Bethlehem. Again, those names showed who the person came from. So what people call us gives us clues about what's expected of us. I'm sure all of us can remember times that maybe our mother called us by our first and middle name. What did that mean in that situation? It meant oh boy, you were in for it. And you should have probably listened the first several times she said your name. Now everyone has a meaning for their name. For example, the name Jeff means heavenly peace. And if you don't know the meaning of your name, I would definitely look it up. Um, There's a lot of history behind these names. And for those of us who are parents, we understand this struggle to come up with a name for a child who isn't even born yet. What do we want that child to become? How many other people do we know with that name that we may or may not like our child to become? Um, If anyone can think about how they came up with a list of names, I know my wife came up with a list and I came up with a list. And then we went back and forth until we found one that we liked. And we actually named our son Gavin, which was a little prescient. And Gavin means little hawk or battle hawk. And when he was a baby, he would actually make these cries like a little hawk. So it's really important how you name someone because that is what they can grow into. Middle names, right? There's usually a lot of meaning behind middle names. The first names might be a little bit more traditional, but then you get those middle names, and that could be potentially names from ancestors from hundreds of years ago. It could be people who don't even have a middle name, which is also saying something, isn't it? If you do not have a middle name, you actually have to put the letter X um, so government forms can know. And then last names. Commonly, as people went through Ellis Island, last names were changed, or even before that, people who were Smiths got the last name Smith. Archers, because they were archers, Thatcher, A lot of the last names came from the occupation, the person did or where the person was from. So cultures have a lot of different ideas about names, some not naming a child for a period of time, some have different names, names you would say in public and then other names you would keep private and then there's countries such as Iceland and Germany that have restrictions. And this was really fascinating. I looked up what Iceland baby name restrictions and fees were. So it's up to the Icelandic naming committee to decide whether or not the name you have chosen is acceptable. If the name the parents have decided on is not on the national registers of persons, they can pay to apply for approval and the name must pass a few tests. It must fit grammatically within the Icelandic language, must align with Icelandic traditions, be gender specific and only contain letters in the Icelandic alphabet. That's how powerful they think names are, that they need to regulate it from a governmental perspective. So what about nicknames and call signs? We or others can create new futures and beliefs about ourselves. It could be something positive, such as a Men's Alliance call sign, or it could be a name you got in middle school, such as nerd or dork. Something that's gonna affect you, not in a positive way. So let's get more biblical. In Exodus, what did God tell Moses his name was? Remember this there was a burning bush, and Moses said, Who shall I say sends me? And God responded back, I am who I am. And the I am is actually written Yahweh. In the Old Testament, the Jewish believed that it was so holy that they actually wouldn't write the whole thing out and they just used the continents. Y-H-W-H, and they left out the vowels. And this Yahweh or Jehovah, this really represented the Jewish people. And then when it came to the Gentiles, they would say Adonai, which is also Lord. But again, really, that related to the Gentiles. So if I asked you who you are, how would you respond? I would respond, I am Jeff, or I am excited, I am happy, And I think that's really interesting because if you listen, we just said, I am. We say his name all the time. And we say his name first because he existed first. He's where we find our purpose to not only live for him, but from him, to move from his moving, act from his actions and feel from his heart. So the next time someone asks who you are, or you say the words, I am, and then whatever comes after that. Take a moment to reflect on that. All right, so what about some other names for God? We're gonna break up the Trinity into the three parts. What's your favorite name or what are some of the ones that maybe you've heard of? I read a book about the different names of God in the Old Testament. Pronunciation is not gonna count for me on this one, but the first one was Yahweh Elohim, which meant God, creator, mighty, and strong. And what was fascinating is all these names are from scripture at certain points. Then there's El Shaddai, which is God Almighty, or the Mighty One of Jacob. And it really speaks to God's ultimate power over all of us. There's Yahweh, Jireh, which is the Lord will provide. And this name came about by Abraham when God provided the ram to be sacrificed instead of Isaac. Then there's Yahweh Rapha, the Lord who heals and says, I am Jehovah who heals you both in body and soul. There's also Yahweh Sabuth, which is the Lord of hosts. And when I looked up hosts, it means hordes, both of angels and men. It means that God is over everyone and his will is done. Then there's Yahweh Nisi, the Lord, our banner, and where banner is meant to be understood as a rallying place and this name commemorates the desert victory over the Amalekites and exodus. There's Yahweh Shalom, the Lord is our peace. And this name was given by Gideon to the altar he built after the angel of the Lord assured him he would not die as he thought after seeing him. There's also Yahweh Elohim, Lord God. And this is just a combination of God's unique name of Yahweh and the generic Lord, saying that he is the Lord of Lords. Then there's Yahweh Rohi, or the Lord our shepherd. And this is from David who realized his relationship as a shepherd to his sheep is exactly the relationship God had with him. So he declared that. Then there's Yahweh Shema, the Lord is there. And this name is actually ascribed to Jerusalem and the temple there. So what's fascinating about these names is it's actions God have done, It's places God has been. What about the second part of the Trinity? Jesus. Do you have favorite names for him? I'm just gonna run through a list of some different ones, such as Savior, Redeemer, Lord, Creator, Son of the Living God, Only Begotten Son, Friend. And one of the ones I really like is when Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Again, that I am statement, going back all the way to the old testament to show that he is holy one of israel wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace jesus of nazareth lamb of god messiah the word so in john 1 he gives us the name of jesus saying that from the beginning of creation the word was with god and the word was god and jesus is the word made flesh the way, the truth, and the life, the good shepherd, king of kings, light of the world, son of God, and lastly, the one that's given to him is son of man, which is the title of humility. Again, he left heaven's glory and took on human flesh. What about the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, maybe the Holy Ghost, the helper, spirit of water and fire, or the advocate? A while ago, one of the men had a devotion about the Holy Spirit. And at the end, he asked the question of what name do you use when you pray? And that's something I've really thought about. Do we use the name that we pray to all the time in every situation? Or does it happen at different points, depending what's going on with us? And I think knowing these different names of God is really important, because different people are going through different seasons and god can relate to them in the season they're in so if i called you by your real name versus your call sign or a nickname are you a different person for example the jeff of college years was a different person than the jeff of today and what does your name mean to others when they hear your name If I said, oh, you should have seen Jeff the other day, what would you think in your head? What does that name mean to you? So I have a two part challenge for you for this week. What name do you pick for yourself going forward? And what do you want your name to mean to others when they hear it? And I'm just gonna finish off in prayer. Lord, it doesn't matter what name we use. The commandment is that we praise and follow your teachings. Thank you for the multiple names, as it shows us that you meet us where we are. There is a name for every season and moment of life that we're going through. This further demonstrates your love for us, that you're always present. Different names, yet always the same God. In your name, amen. Visit MensAllianceTribe.com to find a tribe near you. Or maybe you're the man to start one in your area. So check us out at mensalliancetribe.com. I hope to see you around the fire soon.